For more than a century, Kaufman's menswear has been a staple in our community and in downtown Great Falls. We're talking with the current owner and great-grandson of the store's founder about Kaufman's legacy, its role in downtown development over the years, some of its unique history, and the treasures and artifacts that the owners found in the basement of their current building. This episode of We're No Damn Experts gives some pretty great insights into the history of Great Falls and the development of downtown. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. Want to get up, get ready to get down. With its big white sky and the wild river tame. If you want to go we can take you there to Great Falls, Montana. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And we're We're No no Damn Damn Experts. This is the earliest podcast (laughs) we have ever done in our life. And I took, I went and got coffee because I wanted to be on point for this because I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, me too. And then my coffee place took 15 freaking minutes. Oh, see, I, I went, I was proud of myself. I went down. Next to next to our guests, near our guest establishment this morning to Electric City to get mine. And mm. I was like, okay, because the beasting really sounded good again. Yeah, you need to hurry it up. I was like, up. I got I to gotta be on it. And it all worked out great. And then I got yeah, here, here and then I got me. scared with our guest <laughs> tapping on the door. <laughs> tapping on the door. <laughs> I saw him walk up. So I yeah. was like, eh, eventually I'll get there. I was like, wasn't going to sprint. <laughs> this body it doesn't run. Fine. <laughs> Yes. So, Shannon, who mm-hmm. is in this room with us today? Yes, the mysterious tapper on the door, <laughs> Brian Kaufman. Brian, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Well, good morning, Shannon and Rebecca. I'm glad you're up early because <laughs> I could have asked for 5.30 in the morning because that's even more uh, Your style. potent Your style. for me. Yes. Yeah. I told Shannon I am good anytime starting at 7 Ooh, yeah. because okay. I knew. If I said, oh, any time in the morning, I'd get like a f- six. I'm <laughs> I like, I don't think I, I can make that, that happen. I'm just not a delight at 6 a.m. <laughs> well, you know, the older you get, the the mornings mean more because yeah. by 3.30 in the afternoon, forget You're it. I, yeah. I, I, I'm toast. <laughs> I'm can, on the couch with a blanket. You, you well, can, you we can, know where we can find you at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, at work? <laughs> maybe? Uh-huh. Um, kind of, sort of. Or in of. your old establishment, yeah, which or, we'll get to. Or yeah. across the street or talking with people. And I can yeah. talk forever, but try to think after 3.30. Yeah. Nope, yeah. doesn't work. Have you already gotten your workout in this morning? Yes, I did. Did you do that? Yeah. Me too. Did you both? I questioned it. Look at you go. But I was like, nope, I can do it. Nice job. I did not. Mm. Ah, That's all good. (laughs) You got this afternoon. So Brian is the owner and operator. He is featured in our um, Montana's Base Camp magazine. Mm -hmm. He is one in the oldest established business in our community, I want to say. And that could be wrong, but he'll correct me. (laughs) Kaufman's menswear are we still calling it menswear yes okay i think so yes <laughs> as of yesterday it is early <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is good yeah because we all can think mm-hmm. maybe so how old is and kaufman's menswear can be found downtown where it's been its entire life um i don't know the specific address because you don't need addresses in great falls <laughs> 
You but, don't. Yeah. Um, beautiful, 400 block. 400 block. <laughs> uh, beautiful old building with some unique features. Um, how long have you? How long has Kaufman's been around? Well, we started in 1894. Wow. Um, so we'll be Jeez. 100. <laughs> we'll be 130 years. I mean, excuse me. I'll be 130 <laughs> years um, this uh, October, November, depending on which month you want to play in. Okay. Um, 130 it's, years. And then we've been wow. in in the state of Montana since 1880. Oh my gosh. And my great grandfather snuck across the Atlantic Ocean and and came to Ellis Island, but it was kind of funny the Ellis Island folks at that time didn't like how his name sounded. Um his original name when he was over in Germany was Kaufman Moses. Okay, they didn't and like that. They said that don't sound right, so they switched it to Moses Kaufman. Okay. Oh. And that, that's kind of an interesting, interesting little topic to, yeah. to discuss. You know, so. I really find it interesting. You hear stories about this all the time, how much liberty the people at Ellis Island just took and <laughs> mm-hmm. renaming like, everyone. Right, which mm-hmm. just changed the whole course of how we know things now. Right. Yeah, I wonder uh-huh. if I would have done that, they would have probably called me Alfonso Capone or something <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Would have changed the course of your life. Yeah, yeah it would have. <laughs> there's some heritage in yeah. my family, and I'm probably going to get this wrong so my mom will probably text in afterwards but um there was like brothers who didn't get along so they separated the last name and one got one half the other got the other and then added son on the back of it so it was like oh funny I'm like, what is going so that would not work with my last name. No. So. Well <laughs> it probably shouldn't have worked with then. anybody's. Yeah. No. no um kidding. and so Moe's great great grandfather <laughs> Kaufman, Moses. Great, great. Yeah, great. great? Just great. Just, <laughs> Just one great. great. Just, one Just one great. Okay. Uh Norwegian sneaking across N- that no, ocean. No, no, he was he was German. On the Kaufman side, it's it's kind of confusing. There's a lot of German, there's some um, Oh, gosh. Um, French. There's English. Um, there's no Scandahuvians. Now, on my mom's side... <laughs> uh, there we go. Oh, boy. It's straight, off, get it's straight off the Viking ship. I mean, <laughs> it's so straight. I mean, look at me. I don't I don't look like a little Kaufman. I'm a yeah. big Norwegian dude. But... Um, and I think that's it. But when you get into the idiosyncrasies of the religion back then... Um, we were Jewish when we came across the ocean and this is, this is really funny, but, um, the tradition of the, well, at least to my knowledge and what I've, you know, understood from the storytelling in my family. And believe me, there's lots of (laughs) storytelling. I can imagine. And, um, it was basically if you were not married in a Jewish family, you lived at home. And when you got married, you left. Well, my grandfather didn't get married till he was 40 years old. What? Which, especially in that uh, time, it's oh like, gosh. you're just in your grave, yeah. you know? Well, yeah. and then he fought in World War One, and he did, oh a lot of, he did a lot of centric, off-the-cuff stuff. But um, my great-grandmother, Cecilia, said, Ira, he met this Catholic woman, and that's my grandma. Mm. And she basically said, Ira, we really like this woman. She's got a good faith base. Get out now. <laughs> just, well, and so out the door he went. Expect, I mean, 18 is really. Right. I think a lot of parents would say 15 or 16 would be At ideal. Point, right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Get well, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting because obviously my grandpa wasn't probably at home a lot back in those days. Because um, this is interesting, too, downtown. And my father used to do um, uh, 
history on all the buildings downtown, and a lot of them were houses of <clears throat> uh huh ill repute. Yes, people. we have two I didn't about say them that. now. Yes. Yeah. And uh, one of the tricks that my grandpa used to always do up until he was probably 70 years old, and I would say that was probably in the 60s when they still had a couple of those places uh, around, he would go see the madams at 2 o'clock in the morning uh-huh. mm-hmm. with shirts and ties for their best customers. Because oh. they wanted to treat them with a little with a little birthday gift or a Christmas gift or whatever, other than their original gifts that they provide. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and I didn't say that. Uh-huh. So that's uh, that's how Kaufman's really got its uh, yeah, that's, that's here in the, got its foothold in yeah, there. That, that's the start of it. No, right? actually, uh, I mean that's you know smart business thinking. It's Just not bad. It. I mean, especially. <laughs> You know, when you look back on the history, that's yeah. who where the leaders of yeah. this community were. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, and business mind, not a bad idea. Well, and if, <laughs> if, if you go back to when my great-grandfather was around, he uh, they landed in Fort Benton, and they came up mm. on the riverboat, 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 <laughs> let's get in a boat here, yeah. the riverboat Red Cloud, and supposedly the Red Cloud did the fastest time between Bismarck and Fort Benton, and it did it in like eight hours and something second, something like that. Well, anyway, when they got up and they arrived, um, his father, my great-grandpa's father, opened up a store in Fort Benton. Now, I don't know if it was a clothing store or whatever. Well, the story was is my great-grandfather did all the work, but his dad took all the money. So Mm. he got a little ticked off, and then he came to town here in 1890, and he worked for his uncle, and his name was R.J. Nathan, okay, and it was a clothing store, and again, the same thing happened for four years. (laughs) Poor guy! He worked his butt off, and then... Uncle got all the money. R.J. took all the money, so he said, heck with this. So I guess the first six months, my great-grandfather sold out out of a wagon. Huh? Okay, so that would be pretty cold, you know, and you're starting in November, and let's yeah. let's go jump in a wagon with a, you know, nice heater in it and all that stuff. <laughs> ha ha ha. Uh-huh. And um, so that was kind of the origination of it, and then um, of the store that is, and then we've moved wow. up and down um, Central Avenue nine times in 130 years. I didn't realize it was nine. I'm sure you've told me that. I just didn't realize it was nine. nine. I knew there was yeah. at least three. Well, Shannon, wow. you know, when <laughs> lo- a lot of times when I see you, you're with your husband. So yes, this is true. So he kind of talks and he, he takes over most of the show. This so you true. don't have a I'm lot glad of glad t- you see this. Yes, yeah. so we don't have a lot of time to discuss <laughs> one on things one on one because this is true. he's there. There's other yeah. things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jason, that's for you, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him he has to listen to this one. So he gets a little Gives you a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really He's nice. so supportive. Yeah. He listens anyway. I don't think that for uh-huh. time. Hey, it's a guy thing, okay? Uh-huh. Okay, so nine times. Let's, uh, is, let's, is, oh. is, are we starting at the wagon? On the nine yeah, what times, counts no. as or the are we starting at a building? We're, physical start, location? we're starting at the building, and if you ask me all the nine locations, yeah. I'll blank it out like it's not good. Okay. Well, but which I, ones I, can you remember? I can go which back. Which ones were your favorite? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't alive during all those. Right. <laughs> so I've only been around for two, actually, yeah. and, and only worked in one. But what I do remember is the U.S. Bank building, when it was built in 1963, we were mm. underneath it. So it was 304 Central. Oh. And I think we were there for about 20 years. Can wow. I just say how savvy it is? You're entering these places where normal right. p- 
where your normal customer would be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's like, and then when they rebuilt that, they gave us the boot. So I brought <laughs> I brought I brought this picture so yeah. that you all can see it. Well, we'll take okay. we'll take but, so for our listeners, it'll be on our Visit Great Falls Facebook page. But it, it's a picture of my father when we bought the Crest Building across the street mm-hmm. from where now is the Mighty Mo. Mm-hmm. But I think it's done probably. I'm guessing December of 1975, and it's up looking across to where the Mighty Mo is, and that's where our, our last location mm-hmm. was prior to where we are now at 412. So um, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how much beer you like, <laughs> um, my friends across the street that own it, um, I've brought pictures of what our store look like inside there oh that's gotta be cool on the left is their tap room on Mm -hmm. our left was the shoe department on the right was the brewery and that was where our cash counter was and shirts and so it shows all the pictures and whenever you go into the mo you'll see these big poles right in the middle yep of that splits the brewery and basically the tap house well we had decorative stuff with shoes and accessories and all this other Mm -hmm. kind of stuff there and we had a drop ceiling and all this stuff and when i was a little kid growing up because actually i wasn't born in 1894 but <laughs> damn how. but there are days that i feel that way <laughs> it's like you're very spry yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's called uh, uh mighty mo beer uh-huh. that keeps me sprier right <laughs> yep um, helps preserve things on the yeah. inside that's- it's a new ad campaign for yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> Have a beer and be quiet. That's what they tell me. <laughs> but so anyway, that um, it, it's kind of a, a sentimental thing with me on the sincere note because, mm. you know, there. I don't want to get too mushy mushy with the guys, but. Get it. But no, I'm not going to hit it because because <laughs> uh, they use firearms and they might get after me. You so, do too. It's okay. Yeah, we'll have a little gun battle yeah. across Central. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you know, with with what the Mighty Mo started, um, they kind of started the the cultural change of downtown Great Falls. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. We said that and, on the anniversary episode. So and, yeah, it's not that it's, mushy. <laughs> it, it, it's a good thing because after that, then the end bar block came along and, you know, then it's, it's just, I can't, I, I can't, whoops, I'm getting too <laughs> far away. But, um, it's, you know, and then you get the first block with Annie's tap house mm-hmm. and then you got a gentleman, um, from California slash, um, Matt Robb, he, he bought mm-hmm. a couple buildings down here and he put, put in the wild hair and, okay, would you rather live in Maui or would you rather live in Great Falls, <laughs> right. Montana? Well, it and turns out Great Falls, Montana. Yeah. Boom. And, and <laughs> it's like, and, and, and just, you know, you could sit here and talk about Snitz Bar and Grill, you know, with some local guys that, yep. that bought that and turned that into a, a kind of end-all place at the end of the night. And, you know, then the Newberry hit. And, and yeah. it's just it's just such a cool place in downtown right now. It's, it's, it's nice that everybody made it through all the – all the stuff yep. of, you know, the COVID thing and everything like that. And it kind of shows the character of the people in downtown yep. Great Falls. And you've been around long enough. It's like this camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and you will know, has it always been that way in downtown? Or is this something that's a new feel? Because there doesn't seem like there's any competition. It's all collaboration. It's all innovation. And it's not just... 
between the bars. It's between the restaurants, the bars, the retail establishments and the galleries all kind of working together to make something happen and make it unique as an experience to that downtown. Yeah, it's Rebecca, you kind of nailed it. It's it's you know, competition is a good thing. And um again, the the folks at the Mighty Mo kind of started that and most of the bar restaurants if there was a um you know, a new bar that they were thinking about coming here or a new restaurant, you know, like the Ribbon Chop House and you know, the Wild Hair and and I know the folks at the End Bar they went over to the Mo and, and started talking to them before the it came to fruition. Um, and, and the basic thing that the boys at the Mo say is we want you to come down, but we want you to be successful. Yep. Yeah. Okay. In other words, it could be another bar, but or it could be another but it restaurant. Has, yep. But, but it, it has to be unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so that's that's the real cool thing. So they don't they don't really look at it it you know you get a wild hair that's not competition that's just another of avenue Op- or a place mm-hmm. to go to bring people downtown another option mm-hmm. yeah and i think it really the momentum really hit starting in about 18 2018 not 1886 well yeah okay not 1818 cuz i know i'm old but i'm not quite that old yet um, but it, it started where you literally on a during the summer on a Saturday you could park your vehicle on Central anywhere, and at six thirty in the morning, and you didn't have to leave till two o'clock, you yeah, know, at right. night. Mm-hmm. And there was so many things going on, um, both you know culturally, retail, you know, restaurants, everything that you could possibly think of. You know, Gibson Park was utilized a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you had the farmers market. You had all this kind of stuff going on. And it just started to to really kick in. And then, you know, during the summer with all these new concert things going on and, you know, the um, summer jams and, and the free, free concert after the 4th of July parade. Yeah. You is know, that not the funnest oh, invention? Mm-hmm. It is. And, and, you know, a lot of these guys who own these businesses, it's not... It's not someone else's money, it's theirs. Yep. Yeah. So they were the ones that took the risk and it was kind of a cool thing that all of the folks downtown they just kinda just wrapped their arms around it and what can we do to help? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the things that we can do to make this thing better? Or or not even make it better, because it is it is a great thing. Um, but just what can we do to help you guys? Mm-hmm. You know, and um the Pedlet program, you know, with the outdoor dining yep. in the summertime, that that's does one thing and one thing only. It slows traffic down. Yep. Because mm-hmm. newbies that come downtown, they're like, oh, what's this? Oh, yeah. look at all these people outside. Oh, yeah. well, wait. Well, yeah. There's another one over there. I, I think I better check this out and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then we add in all the public art that has now mm-hmm. emblazoned so many amazing buildings and alleyways that mm-hmm. creates an urban art gallery mm-hmm. uh, throughout yeah, there yeah. so and your building is a stop on that art tour you have a big huge bird uh, uh, yeah oh i i thought it was a pheasant that's what i wanted <laughs> but it didn't i didn't get my nope. pheasant um, I mean, it's I a pheasant it, it looks just <laughs> like sure. a pheasant uh-huh. if that's when you go pheasant hunting what you're <laughs> looking for uh, there's <laughs> really think, something yeah. wrong with me <laughs> that's no. that's why you haven't been mm-hmm. so successful um, <laughs> And with those, um, that just brings up a fun topic. You don't get to pick. There's no, no. collaboration you with the say, artist. I you just like, here's my building. 
don't yeah, don't that, make it look stupid. <laughs> so of course, some of the folks downtown, um, when I start to do my whining thing, I'm like, well, if I would have picked a bird, I would have put a pheasant right there, and you could have put some cactails, and <laughs> could have bird coming out of the cactails, yeah. and they all kind of gawked at me, and they said, Kaufman, you're not an artist by any means, so <laughs> shut up. And I'm like, okay, you don't get well, to pick. Reinforce that, yeah. 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 Well, it's very vibrant, though. The yeah, one that you have, I love the colors. It, in it. It's it's really cool because mm-hmm. it, you know it's in the alley and it's kind of set back in there, but it kind of pops out if you if you're driving by the Stockman Bank mm-hmm. drive through and you kind of take a quick peek down there and you go, whoa, what's yeah. this? Yeah. See now it's a landmark. You can how you can tell people to get in your building the back yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Go through the bird. <laughs> right. <laughs> bird tail Find the right bird. there. Yeah. Walk through. Speaking of the birds, yeah. here we go with that guy yeah. with the bird. <laughs> right. Maybe yeah. that's why he did that because he was inspired by that art piece. <laughs> Maybe. I love it. Maybe. So one of the unique partnerships I want to bring up because I don't I don't know if a lot of people know how much of a epicenter Great Falls can be for weddings. Oh yes. And mm-hmm. um you do tux rental and tux purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can do all the fittings there and the experience in getting your groomsmen outfitted mm-hmm. at Kaufman's includes a partner from across the street. And mm-hmm. now I think it's even more cool because of the connection of the two buildings. Right. Well, before the the, the guys wanted to do this, I kind of heard some things. So, again, I went across the street to the old <laughs> Kaufman's building, <laughs> and I was chit-chatting. And, and you notice I haven't said any names yet. Yep. So yeah. they'll probably be blessed that I didn't say any names. Yeah. <laughs> We're but, used to no names. Yeah, Montana's that's, that's just too probably good. small of a town <laughs> <laughs> to say names. Yeah, right. Um, so I went across the street and I said, wow, is this true? And I said, holy cow, you know what we could do with making this a destination place for weddings? Yeah. Because, you know, all these barns and all this kind of fun stuff, you know, out in Augusta, they have a barn where you can get married. And obviously in Helena, there's lots of barns Mm -hmm. and all this kind of outdoor. Barns are big here. I guess so. Yes. (laughs) It was hard to not find a barn. uh, Yes. (laughs) But, but all these outdoor weddings and, um, it was like, you know, if they can be a destination place, why can't downtown Great Falls be a destination place? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so since they opened in October of 2021, the Newberry that is, Mm -hmm. um, the summer of 22, it was full every weekend during the summer. It was full this past year. It was full. I mean, I think they're booked out this year already. That's what I've heard is, yeah, there's very few spots left. And if you guys your listeners out there haven't been to the Newberry, you should go. Mm-hmm. It absolutely transforms into a magical space. Yeah. And listeners, I, you know, I'm a big teaser. So I'm going to tell you eventually one day there's going to be a wedding section on our website. Yeah. We've done the photo shoot and it is stunning. Mm-hmm. The images we'll have on there and the businesses that we'll get to highlight in a completely different way because yeah. Wedding shopping's a little bit different than, you know, shopping for your next pair of trousers. <laughs> right. Um, so the experience that can be had in Great Falls is really interesting. I have to share a funny story. I was um, at one of our local downtown establishments. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not because oh. I love them. Um, and this could be interesting. <laughs> the wait staff said, can you hold on a second? This was a couple of years ago. We have to run some champagne service across the street to bells and lace bridal Mm -hmm. because they have a dress fitting and they wanted this they want to have some drinks while they do that i'm like oh by all means i said even if you just want to drop 
two extras on the table for me, not champagne, but what I was drinking. Yeah. You know, take your time. Old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they they did that. And that's just part of that collaboration of, hey, we're across the street. Could you bring us something? And they're like, yeah, not a problem. Yeah. And so that opportunity to have that kind of relaxed environment, that experience, because everyone is so connected, as Brian's talked about, yeah. in that downtown, just makes for an amazing, fun getaway prep for the wedding yeah wedding night that's a space that that wasn't really a thing quite yet when jason and i got married but well and we also got married during covid but that's a whole other story (laughs) uh but that was i'm like wow that would have been you know a serious consideration like how cool would that have been in that space just because it yeah like you said it transforms it's beautiful yeah so this might be something we have to edit out i'm just gonna preface (laughs) that okay (laughs) Brian, people who get their fittings done for their tuxes can have Mighty Mo Beer at your place. Is that yes. correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that allowed to be public knowledge? Well, <laughs> we, we don't charge for it, obviously. Right. You know, but, you know, there could be some, you know, stuff. But I know a lot of establishments in downtown Great, Great Falls that do the alcohol thing. And that's <laughs> that's a collaboration there where uh, before we, we got our little kegerator in there, we would have tokens, Mighty oh. Mo tokens, and then end bar little uh, cards. Mm-hmm. And if they bought X amount of dollars, or if they were new to town or something like that, we'd say, here's a token, go across the street, or go over to the end bar, have a nice dinner, or go across the street, have a nice pizza yeah. and beer and stuff like that. So you mentioned rowing the oars in the same direction. Well, I don't know how many times guys have bought pants and said, well, we're going to hem these. It'll be about 10 minutes. Well, they go across the street and have lunch. Yeah. yeah. Or they go across the street and have a beer. Or they they, they just go somewhere else really quick, mm-hmm. and then they come back. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's logistically, I'm, I'm kind of squirreling you ladies a little bit, <laughs> but I'm going off to another, hey, another no, tree. Hey, We like that. Jump it. But I don't want to. I might broke, break my <laughs> leg. Um, but it's really difficult from a logistical standpoint to market a straight line. Okay. Yeah. And what I mean by that is our downtown is a straight line. We have most of, I would say 90% of our businesses are on central Avenue. Yep. So if you go to a Missoula, a Billings, a Butte, Kalispell, they're, they're kind of a square. You have as many streets and avenues going north, south as you do east, west. Mm-hmm. So that's really easy to market. Well, a straight line is not. And the two downtowns that I can think of in, in this state of larger communities are one, Bozeman. Mm-hmm. But Bozeman has an advantage because they have two anchors. Mm-hmm. And the anchor on the east is their hospital, and the anchor on the west is a campus of 18,000 students. Mm-hmm. So there's big anchors on each side. Well, there's good old Great Falls, and we really don't have an anchor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in, in my simple brain cells, which are very simple as the <laughs> older you get, but the anchor is is in the heart of downtown. It's, it's the 400 block. Mm-hmm. And what's happened is it's, it's a spider web effect, okay, where it starts in the middle and spreads out. It's mm-hmm. smoky. Okay, and that's, <laughs> no, that's creepy. <laughs> if you don't like spiders, uh-huh. but there's a song, I don't like spiders and snakes and something, 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 <laughs> I love you. That's your inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it, it is a really, really cool thing that is happening because the 400 block, usually in the summertime, after three o'clock, you can't park on the 400 block. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're either across the street or they're, 
they're shopping or they're doing something or they're just they're just busy. Yeah. And I don't know how many times over the last, especially after COVID, how many people have said, I can't find a place to park. I get giddy about that. I mean, it just makes me happy. I can mm-hmm. recall it was probably well, Janet still had Burton Ernie's. It was mm-hmm. probably eighteen. 17 we went downtown on like a thursday friday night went to burton ernie's to have dinner and they said well it's going to be about a half hour wait and i was never more excited to hear that in all of my life and so we went down the street to the celtic cowboy and um another place that you had to do a wait but about only about 15 minutes they're like you've got room at the bar go have have a drink and wait and i'm like oh perfect i can make that happen Mm -hmm. i'll have another one please (laughs) and another (laughs) you know what scratch the food (laughs) (laughs) beer is food we'll just stay here yeah um but those are the moments you know as a business nerd where i just get excited Mm -hmm. and you look back and the momentum that's been built by really the small tide of people working mm-hmm. together it's just right. been epic well and and here's another thing too that that it's kind of unseen but it, it's a very 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 important factor is all of the the business says that have the entrepreneurs and you know the outside influences and stuff like that that's important but what's really happened that that is a, a key thing is all the downtown partnerships that are yep. going on and it starts with the downtown great falls association in the bid because that's mm-hmm. they're they're exclusively designed for downtown yep. but then you see the chamber and you see great falls development authority and in the tourism and neighbor works and and it's like all of these different entities are all basically rowing their oars in the same direction mm-hmm. because i've been doing this for i'm the old fart around here now which is <laughs> oh kind no. of a, which is really <laughs> a scary i know and mm. it's like oh gosh where's my cane please <laughs> but um it, it, there was been some years where if these organizations aren't getting along it's not good mm-hmm. yep. and it is it is not a good thing because you're you're babysitting and it takes so much time away from the greater good Mm -hmm. exactly and so we're blessed right now with with everything that's going on on the leadership side of that because they create the umbrella to bring people down here and they also create the tools to help purchase buildings to have to help you know beautify make the buildings look better remodel them etc etc and it's just the communication flow in downtown is just nuts Mm -hmm. and it is really 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 good and i think as a community um, of great falls montana i know my family business and just based on what i've seen in the 30 years here i don't think we could have been in any other town but this town and survived as long as we have Mm -hmm. because even with the ups and the downs the community not only downtown but the community as a whole in the surrounding area they're very 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 supportive Mm -hmm of local business. And so we're blessed with all the internet stuff and you know all the craziness that goes on there which is which is fine, but the core of everything is the people. Yeah. And we are blessed as a community to have great great people in our community. Mm-hmm. I couldn't can say it any better. Well yeah. done. This is why Brian's here. <clears throat> yeah. That's so why no. it's early. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to shift a little bit because one of the things that we don't always think about is kind of the fashion forward male. And it's a weird phrase (laughs) to say. (laughs) But 
That ain't me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I would well, lie. Spiffy this I would. I would say that's a lie because when you start to see trends like on TikTok or Pinterest mm-hmm. or wherever Instagram, wherever you get your trends, Kaufman's already has that stuff, and that's what I've always found really interesting about our community is because the the idea of a menswear store mm-hmm. kind of went away but in other communities it hasn't here and it's still a staple for people not just for you know wedding attire but just everyday good clothing for men yeah, yeah um it, it's kind of a in, <laughs> here we go here comes a big story thank but, goodness but <laughs> um I go to market twice a year and we belong to this buying group and, and it's a great buying group and it's all membership based and there's about 320 of us around the country and most of it is east of the Mississippi because you had mentioned yeah. out west here, you know, there's John Wayne and, 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 and a Henry <laughs> yeah. Rifle and that's it, right? right? Yeah. And, um, but it, it's, it's interesting because the smaller rural economies they don't get the trends until two years afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But, but it, it is, it is an interesting time in menswear because it's all been tight, short and skinny since yeah. 2014. Which, Not everybody looks good. No, in that. no. And it drives, yeah. it drives me crazy. I will say Jason, my husband, I mean the majority of his wardrobe is mm-hmm. now from Kaufman's because he is not one who loves the, the skinny, tight, all of that, like he has rebelled against that. He doesn't like that. So while you have trends, you also have kind of the classic timeless pieces because Mm -hmm. that's what he goes for and he's gotten right. his like whole wardrobe from me right. now. Well, you so, guys yeah. bought all your tuxedos we from did. us. Yeah, yeah, I d- was going to mention that during yeah. the, oh. the, mm-hmm. the wedding story is yeah. that... That makes sense. It's that Kaufman's was the place. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because he really... We were going... We had kind of a, the elegant, classic, kind of upscale... Um, fancier feel wedding. And so we wanted just classic tuxes. And well... I just wanted tuxes. Jason had a very specific types of tuxes. Groomzilla, yeah. Um, No, but he just wanted the classic fit tux, which he was like, it was impossible to find. But Brian, you found those for him. You hooked them all up. It's like, yeah, he got all of the tuxes for himself and his groomsmen there. Like you were able to find what he was looking for (laughs) in a world where he did not want the like skinny fit tux. And and Shannon, here here goes and here here goes back. Here goes back to the community thing. Yeah. I don't know of how many of my friends nowadays are people that I started out with as customers in the store. Yeah. And you can go back to my father. Oh my gosh, my father had a bazillion people that mm-hmm. he knew because of what? The they, store. They yeah. came to the store and they became friends. And, yeah. and he wasn't going to houses of ill repute. Right. No, living no, in banks. no. Well, my, not that it, we know of. My, my Scandinavian mother would have knocked <laughs> yeah. him into next yeah. week. Okay. <laughs> so that, that, that would have, if, if anybody knows my mother, she would have <laughs> definitely <laughs> knocked him out. Uh, yeah. Good, lo- good um, lady. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and it's, and it, it's true, too. And Shannon and Jason, for example, that they're good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And it started out when Jason was up at KRTV and he mm-hmm. came in and we had long conversations yes. before he bought about what he wanted. Yeah. 
And, you know, at that time you wanted a little trimmer look, but, you know, there's certain things about guys that sometimes you can't do a trimmer look. Right. And if they got the big <laughs> thighs and the big calves and, you know, they got the big arms and chest, sometimes that's not going to work. And uh, so we just we just built off of that. And then the loyalty of a friendship mm-hmm. is and it's not a commodity thing. Right. You know, it's not, oh, I'm in here and do, 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 do. you build a bridge. Right. Before you need to cross it. Mm-hmm. That's just old school marketing. You don't you don't build a bridge and cross it right away. Right. You know, and that's Jason and Shannon. There's mm-hmm. there's a classic example of them as a couple, you know, and they'll come in and I'll go, Shannon, where's the meathead? <laughs> you know. And I said, I would never say that about you. And then right. Jason comes in and I said, I don't want to see you. I want to see yeah. Shannon. <laughs> right. Okay. And and just that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you can say that stuff mm-hmm. to your customer slash friends because you have the rapport, you have the bridge built. And that's something that's kind of a lost item Mm -hmm. because people will, you know, text message if you're in the same room, well, why don't you get your butt up and go talk to them? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and the soft skills of our country have slipped ginormously Mm -hmm. because of that. Mm -hmm. And that's something where you get at the mo, at the block, at the end bar, at, you know, the wild hair, at snits, at, you know, the club cigar, at, at, you know, the city bar, I could go on and on yeah, and yeah. on. And they're all, hey, you know, they know you by your first name and they'll say hello and they'll greet you and they'll, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. even if they don't know you, they're kind. Right. right. And the other thing that I think stems in all of this is that underlying knowledge, like not to knock our big box stores, they serve a really great purpose. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that's that knowledge isn't very deep about all the things Mm -hmm. right um from clothing to Mm -hmm. home goods to whatever it is and you find that knowledge in the local businesses like yours where you've got 130 years of heritage right you may not have been around for the 130 years but all of that has been passed down so you have that knowledge established um and you find that across, you know, we've had Brad Watson in from the city mm-hmm. bar mm-hmm. telling the history of that establishment. Oh boy. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, another right. great storyteller. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But you lose that knowledge. And I think when people come into our downtown businesses, Kaufman's included, it's okay to engage with the people that are there because they're going to be able to shed light on things that mm-hmm. you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Or... Um, be honest and say that's not the best look for you. Maybe <laughs> right. let's go with this style that might work a little bit better. Yeah. Um, side note, <laughs> we were shopping recently somewhere and I was in between these two sizes of this thing I was trying on and I'm like, man, I should get the bigger one and just have it tailored. And my husband looked at me, he goes, we're not, we don't have that kind of money. You buy, <laughs> that's not happening. You, you pick one or tailor. the other. And I'm like, well, it's not that weird to say that. And right. he, you know, he was just against it. Yeah. So, well, who tailors anymore? Too. Right, right. Well, your establishment <laughs> barely. Yeah. Thank the Lord for my office manager, Corey Van Helen. I love you. Yes, yeah. Um, She's great. But you still tailor because we came in to do to get something to do something, and he's like, "Just follow me back. I'm working on this thing." And out comes, you know, he's working on a pair of pants and the sewing yeah. machine, and I'm like, "Well, I've never seen this in all of my years." So I just mm. sat there staring awkwardly <laughs> going <laughs> Brian's nuts, like, dude yeah what are you doing and i'm like i've just never seen this 
Brian and his element. Right? Yeah. That's scary. There, There's a real old school sewing machine oh back there, too. I mean, you um, have There's all kinds really of, old yeah. school <laughs> stuff Everything. all over the place yeah. in yeah. that place. Yeah. I call it the barn because yeah. it's got a 50-foot ceiling up front and trying to heat and cool that place is like pulling oh my teeth because yeah. you have the backside, and which is lower and the... The front is really high, and you have to colder and warmer, and it <laughs> fluctuates 10, 15 degrees from the front to the yeah, back. Yeah, layer. And, right. And, right. So let's talk about the building you're in now. All the ghosts? Oh, well, yeah. <gasps> yes. All, it's haunted. All the things. Okay, well, yeah, let's talk about that first. It's, it's not haunted. But there Come is. On. Okay, I'm going to tell you one story. and Well, geez, yes. one story. Just yeah. one. Um, this is our, the one, folks. Our, our, this is all you this get. This is the one story. Our, 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 our old seamstress, and bless her heart, she mm. passed away uh, last uh, May. Her name oh. was Ruth Flickinger. Oh, uh, Ruth. I and, Ruth. Yeah, and yeah. she'd sewed for us for 42 years. Holy so, moly. And that's another blessing that we've had as a store. We've had really, really, really long-time employees, and, mm. and that's good. And like Corey, she's been with me for 23 years. No, well, that means you're doing something right, too, well, to be able to keep people yeah, but, around. But, but just we're just blessed yeah. that, that that has happened. And uh, so Ruth said that she has some psychic powers, right? <laughs> okay. okay, so here's this, um, you know, 35-year-old kid running around and going, oh, okay, yeah. this will be good. And so I come in one morning, and, and she always came in at like 7 o'clock in the morning and worked till like 10. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. She, and yeah. then she'd leave. And she you did it for like three days a week forever. But anyway... She said, I smelled Ira today. That's my grandfather. <laughs> she smelled and, him? Yes. Okay. The tobacco. Because uh, okay. back in the day, my grandpa up in his office, this was before all the stuff, he had a little whiskey bar, <laughs> and then he had a pipe bar. And so all of his cronies would come in about 3.30, oh. 4 o'clock, go up to his office, smoke pipes, and have a little shot of whiskey, uh-huh. and then come downstairs and shop. Bless yeah. you. Thank you. And so... He, he would, would do this forever. And so when he passed away in 87, I'm like, hmm. So my father stored a lot of his stuff that was left upstairs behind our formal wear shop at the time. And so when Ruth said this, I'm like, uh, okay. Maybe something's seeping <laughs> yeah. out, right? Okay. So I'm like, okay. And I just said, okay, well, I said, I'm, <laughs> glad, <him> I. <laughs> I'm, glad, you, I'm glad you did, you know, yeah. and we kind of BSed a little bit about it and stuff. But in my brain, I'm going, no, this can't be. Da, 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 da. And so I go upstairs a couple weeks later, and I'm kind of looking around, looking for a couple things up in the abyss, one of the many. <laughs> and uh, I, I go, holy cow, there's, there's a box that's probably two feet by two feet by a foot tall that was full of pipes. Mm. Oh. Uh, yeah, there, there we go. That's what I said. I go, oh, okay. Well, we have our air handler up there. So my thinking is, is every once in a while, mm-hmm. that air gets, that hits somehow, some way, gets to that box yeah. and puts it through, and then it sends it down through, mm-hmm. and right there above Ruth's sewing machine <laughs> was a vent. A vent. <laughs> and so the, it does make sense. Yeah. Okay. She so him. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Okay. And she goes, you know, I know this. I know that Ira walks around this place. And that's oh, that's okay. my grandpa. Yeah. And so if you go into the store and you look up at the column that's right by the mezzanine, you'll see three people there. 
and that's how they died. That's that's death row. Is what, what do you mean? My you see called. three people. You see the ghost. No, okay. I'm just kidding. You <laughs> like, see, uh, yeah. Thanks for asking. I'm like, so they just hang out there. Like yes, they do. There, there's actually there's a picture of my great grandfather, um, Fred, his one of his sons, and then Ira. Those two were brothers, and they ran the place for 50 years or whatever that was. So th- they passed away. So Moses up top, Fred is second, and my my grandpa is third. So here's a funny thing about the, oh, I don't know, maybe close to the turn of this century. Um, my mother comes down and looks up because she works worked in the formal wear for 20-some mm, years. So okay. it was a true family business. And she comes down and she goes, Ank! And <laughs> Your dad? Yeah, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> and he goes, yes, Marianne. <laughs> and she says, how come you're not, your picture isn't up there? On, on death the, row yeah and he said <laughs> well alive? blankety blankety blank <laughs> he says dead. i'm not dead yet yeah. unless you want me to be dead <laughs> yeah and then she made a comment well today maybe you should be oh <laughs> okay so lots of love so, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of love there <laughs> so um yeah and then the building was built in 1931 by crest five and dime and the interesting thing about that building is is built on five and a half inches of ball and socket concrete and steel. Yeah, if the world starts okay. to go, I want to go to your yes. building. Yes, <laughs> okay. So if, if you've ever been in downtown Great Falls, you will understand what I'm talking about because basically this whole town is built on gumbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, if you look at Great Falls High, if you look at the old Columbus, if you look at the Ursuline Center, those are brick fortresses. Mm-hmm. And how did they get there? Well, some somehow the engineering's found that there's bedrock here instead of gumbo. Mm. And so when Great Falls High was doing the, the remodels to connect the South Campus, they went through two or three drilling companies because they were breaking their bits on the, on the bedrock. Mm. But anyway, going back to the store, um, downtown Great Falls, if you look where the conflu- confluence of the Missouri and the Sun are, it kind of makes a little peninsula around downtown Great Falls. So in high water time in May and June, okay, everything moves a little bit, okay? And like in our building, we have five sump pumps, okay, to pump the water out of there because it it is, it's it's really, it moves and shakes like it's no tomorrow. So, um... It's got to be a little unnerving. Yeah, and (laughs) and it's it's just interesting to, to follow it. And like with our building right now, the last 10 years... I remember um, retired uh, um, Roadworks or whatever it is up on the hill there, Jim Reardon. I called him Mm -hmm. up and I said, Jim, I need you to come down here and I want you to check something out. I think our building is really moving out. So he goes to the back and he goes to the front and he goes, no, it's pushing forward. Hmm. Okay, so (laughs) the whole building is moving forward. So if you look at the decorative brick that we have on the sidewalk, Mm -hmm. now there's gaps of two to four inches and every year we have to put a concrete patch on that so people don't trip. Yeah. But then you look at, at, at how the curb is, and basically it, it's pushed down and it's pushed forward. So the crown of Central Avenue has crack lines that basically follow our building. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our building is basically a battleship on the 400 block. <laughs> yeah, right. and everything. Clearly. Because okay. kind of, you look. It's going to overtake mm-hmm. the mighty Mo one yeah. day. Yeah, because it, <laughs> it's the, slowly moving. <laughs> so if you look to the left or to the east or to the right, to the west, and you look at how the buildings mm-hmm. go like this, and the, and, the, and the sidewalks are all up yeah. and down like a yeah. yo yo, 
that's why. Mm -hmm. And so our building is, is really, really bionic. And <laughs> when we were going through as a community, when they were building up on the nuclear missiles in the 60s and 70s, yeah. um, the, our store, it wasn't our store at the time, that was a fallout shelter. Huh. Okay, because if you... That's why I said I'm going cause, here cause if the if world's you, ending. Because <laughs> if you went to the basement and there was a place called Toyland down there and there's still this is another good story they had all of the all of the army surplus food and survival stuff so underneath the stairs that are in the basement there's still about 20 tins of crackers oh that are that are boxed up or not boxed up but tinned up and they were from the united biscuit company of america and that was the forerunner to Keebler's, mm. okay? And so it says it on there. It says um, crackers for the United States military, blah, 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 blah. And, and it says um, December 1963, January 1964, hmm. okay? And then you look at the label, and I kind of chuckled. I said, I bet you most of these ingredients are outlawed by the FDA, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, because right. you know you're thinking, oh my God! So <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to open up one of these. So <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. Did you and, eat it? Well, here's the yes. story. <laughs> and so I opened it up, and it was sealed with the wax paper. Oh. Okay, and as soon as the air got to it, the corners they all started to blister open. Oh. They just started to open up. And I go, ah, oh, well, I'm going to try one <laughs> of these crackers. reactions <laughs> happening here, yeah. I'm going to try one of these crackers. So I took a bite of it, and it was not good. <laughs> and so then I had a, you know. Okay, but was it edible? I suppose so. Was it? Yeah. Was yeah. It? I mean, you're just trying to survive. Right. Right, if you really needed to. And so I had a, I, and this was, you know, late in the afternoon, and, and I'm kind of going, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I had a Tootsie Roll, and I had another piece of candy, and I go, this isn't working. And I said, Corey, I said, I'm going across the street to have a beer. Maybe this will flush <laughs> it out. Wash it out, yeah. And it, it did, but it, it was like, oh, my gosh. It just lingered. <laughs> uh -huh. And so, you know, we have a, an empty trash can upstairs in our old formalware department where we put all this you know visqueen and stuff like that that they're plastic that they cover tuxedos mm. and it was a container full of water okay it was a big barrel full of water and what they had down there was they had a barrels of water they had the crackers they had all the dry food stuff okay mm, like the, the squirt cheese and, yep, and, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff and then they had sanitation um, containers. There was about, I think there was probably 10 of them down there. And when my dad bought the building a hundred years ago, he cleaned all that stuff out, but he left the crackers there. Okay. And cause they were way, way underneath the stairs. And, um, so they had the sanitation, you know, the porta potties on steroids type thing. Oh. And so they had all this compost stuff that you put in there to dissolve everything. Yeah. And uh, they had all the deodorizers and all this other kind of stuff. So if there was a true, Issue. you know, nuke in the yeah. town, that's one of the places that you ran to. Yeah. Because okay. you could eat and go to the bathroom. I mean, right. what yeah. a selling point if you'd still right. had that today. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, like our basement, it's kind of interesting. Some of the, some of my friends downtown, I can't remember what New Year's it was. I think it was 21 or something like that. Or maybe it was, yeah, maybe it was COVID-20. I don't know. But I, all I took them all downstairs, and there's all these old mannequins down there. Mm. And oh, 
Yeah. I've been and, down there, uh, and it's a... It's kind of creepy. It's a kind of creepy experience between, yeah. like... Because are there still old toys down there? Yeah. From the t- I thought I remember yeah. it's a toy, and then yeah. you have the the biscuits yeah. and the, the mannequins, and it's, you and know, probably dark dim lights, and it's right. just shaking back and yep, forth because uh-huh. the moving. building's moving forward yeah. to the mo. <laughs> so so when, when my daughter was a young little little poop, her and her friend came down there with me, and I said, oh, i got to go down and turn on the boiler, so I just flipped the two lights. And so I got ahead of them because there were being little girls there, blah, 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 mm-hmm. they're chit chatting, and I go, Whoa, wonder where I, she gets that from. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and so I ran to the dark, <gasps> and they're going, Oh my yeah, God, they're dead. <laughs> nightmare! Get back here! Get back here! Oh my God, where are she you? She still has nightmares, probably <laughs> about that today. <laughs> so that was that was pretty comical about yeah. the building, but um, yeah, the building is 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 a blessing because you look at a lot of these buildings now and I just noticed the building on our block and um, I kind of like to give buildings the once over because that's what I do for a living. I, I give everybody the once over. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. That's what that's I have what you, to do. Yeah. And so I looked at this building and there's a crack going all the way right down the middle of it. Oh no. Right down the middle of it. And I'm going, holy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, ooh. And, and our building, there's, there's a little crack line up in the corner up in the front that kind of goes like this way up top. And I'm like, eh. That That'll ain't be bad. Fine. Yeah. Well, but it splits the building. Yeah, down the middle is not good. Yeah. Oof. No, no. Um, and so, but I mean, that's the gumbo part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and. That's what so much of the town is built is. on, really. It yeah. is. Most of it is gumbo. And. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, being born into a family business, did you always know you were going to take over Kaufman's? Oh, heck no. Yeah. No way. There was no way. And my father <sighs> did a good job, too. He's like, nope, you go away. Yeah. You go away to learn something from somebody else, and if if it's something that you like, then come back. Mm. Okay, and there was no even out of college. I'm like, no way, and I never worked anything at the store except I think it was I came back in '85 this summer when I was going to school in Bozeman, and I was there for the weekend. And I said, "Pops, you need some help with setting up the sidewalk sale." Mm-hmm. So I worked one sidewalk sale, and that was it. You were like, "No, thank you." And no, it was just it was never forced on me or anything like That's that. Nice. And, and fortunately, I got into the retail racket out on the West Coast. I was managing a sporting good company called Copeland Sports, and they mm. used me as a cleaner upper, going to a store, turn oh. it around. So mm. I think the longest I stayed in the store was 10 months. Mm. Oh, wow. And so I was kind of a gypsy, but it was good mm. experience. But the one of the key factors that brought me home was the Rocky Mountain Front because we have mm. a little shack up there in Benchmark straight west of augusta and the folks in augusta love you guys too um <laughs> they are great neighbors they, they are they're they're such such great people in you know small communities mm-hmm. yeah and um that those those two factors me kind of getting into retail not by choice but just you know i've been here for f- i was out in reno nevada for like five weeks and i was thinking I was some big shot because I had a college degree. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, who, that, who, who cares? Yeah, yeah. That means yeah. so much in the yeah, world. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Good so, background information, uh-huh. that's about it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, I turned down like eight jobs, and then I said, ah, blanket. I'm just going to, the next job that comes along, and it was an assistant manager in sporting goods. Hmm. And I'm going, oh, well, geez, I'm an old jock. I can figure this out. That'll be a piece of cake. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah. So started in Reno and bounced all over California and then came back in a six-year time and then came here in 94, and I guess the rest is history. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yeah, no, my dad did a good job of diffusing. He never talked about business when he was home. And my dad worked six, seven day weeks, I guess, like I do. And yeah. But he always made time. He was my hockey coach and baseball oh, wow. coach. And he did as much as he could, you know. But, you know, that's just kind of a thing when you own your own business. If you don't put in the time and the blood and sweat and equity, then... <laughs> Better not be doing it. Yeah, you're not going to survive. And, you know, another thing, too, that's kind of an interesting topic that we have kind of said about the community, but prior to the COVID thing, more meant more, okay? The rural economies, going to Seattle and going down to the wharf and going to a Seahawks game, and and then the next day the the Mariners are in town, too, so you can double dip, and, and you got all these amusement places and shopping places and clothing places and all this kind of stuff. So you had a lot more to do. Okay. Where in the, um, rural economies, you know, less means less. Well, I guess you can go fishing right? and <laughs> go to the bar and have a whiskey, Yeah, you know, and that's all you can do in, in small rural economies. Well now yep. mm-hmm. less means more mm-hmm. and more so means true. less. And you go to the Rocky mountain front and you look over, um, go to the end of the benchmark road and look over and see the Bob Marshall, and you're going, mm. "Wow, yeah, we are blessed." Yeah, because mm-hmm. this is th- agree more. This is one place where mankind hasn't screwed it up. Yeah, well, and keep it that way. Honestly, thank God for the wilderness mm-hmm. uh, area of mm-hmm. the Bob Marshall Wilderness and the mm-hmm. scapegoat, because mm-hmm. it will remain untouched for us and have yeah. that ability to just go in and really lose yourself and then mm-hmm. come back out and. Mm-hmm. Re-enter yep. civilization. Yep. Yeah, that's where I've kept my sanity. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's it's ginormous for me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they that in Augusta's doing a beautiful job at their town too. They've mm-hmm. got all their buildings refurbished and and yeah. you know now they're changing over ownerships with some out of town people and stuff like that. And they have a nice little chamber of commerce. And yep. They've been doing good work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been doing And really I'll make good the work. shout out for belt too. Yeah. Belt's Belt, doing the, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. All the surrounding small communities are is, really stepping are, up their are, game. Are, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? That's a good thing for yeah. our mm-hmm. town. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. And, and it just creates more opportunity for folks mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. experience the area. It's, yeah. That's, that's such a good comment too, because if, if we don't have our partners, if, cause they have right. people in them too, Yep. and they like to come to town to go to North 40 or you know come downtown and, and have a right. few drinks or do whatever and shop and and how important is the ag business to the town of Great Falls mm-hmm. over the years paramount yeah. yep huge mm-hmm. you know huge mm-hmm. and it's just it, it it everything right now in in the Great Falls and surrounding areas and even all all the stuff around the country and around the world is not good. You know, when I have a hard time trying to find a 16 and a half, 34, 35 shirt because everything's made in China. Yeah. Um, I get off the phone and I say, well, I'm blessed that I live here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Could be a heck of a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just a good thing right now. So, Brian, are you the only child from Ike and... No, my, my sister lives in Seattle. Okay. Okay. And she and I went to school down in Bozeman and she got a PT degree and then she got hooked on with a insurance company and she's been out there since 06 okay. and she's pretty entrenched. So, um, there's not a, to my knowledge, there's not a hankering for her to, <laughs> to, to come, come back, back, you know, cause she's got her world out there and, and she yeah. has a love for Bernice mountain dogs. Oh. And so there's a big 
family of folks that are, are out there that are all in the burner thing and <laughs> which is a good thing because that's that's a pretty pretty special dog um it's a beast of burden it's a work dog <laughs> it's it's stuff but the problem is is those dogs are so prone to cancer oh. and so she's had one burner that's lived for 13 years and she's had one that's lived for four. Oh, and so mm. that's it's like the that's worst tough. thing in the yeah. world yeah. 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 yep yep mm-hmm. and my little daughter she lost uh her cat on Monday, so that Ooh. was. Mm. Sorry for your. Yeah, yeah, loss. those are just. But, the but worst. I was very proud of her. She was really a tough she cookie. Took it? On, yeah, yeah, and she cried a little bit and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's. My it's dog fine. passed away four years ago, and I took yeah. the day off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, just sat at home. I, I can't yeah. even. Yeah. My uh, yeah, I. Yeah. Right. Can't even imagine yeah. what it's going to be like when. Okay, on to better yeah, subjects. Yeah, let's switch here the topic go. here. <laughs> um, so one of the things that had to have just seeing a hundred and thirty year history within retail, mm. I can recall like back in the day when you'd open a new checking account, you got you know and a beautiful glass ashtray and then (laughs) you would go to other stores and they'd have these gifts that they would give you for being Mm -hmm. customers something that's kind of gone away and we always talk about marketing (laughs) practices of um you know things that are old school things that could be old school that would be new school now brian tell me about the things that you've seen through the kaufman's archives over the years and is that what you other than today what (laughs) you get for you know just a beer um, what else? Can, what right. what was Kaufman's heritage? Well, sorry to throw a, a money clip at you, a keychain, a tie <laughs> well, thank bar. Thank you for yeah. telling me what okay. they are. Incoming, here they come. Just throwing things. Well, at you. and and here here's here's the deal. What's what's happened big time to the country and oh, and steamboat and the manufacturing has pretty much gone offshore, oh, especially cool. with the apparel industry. So back in the day you had all these domestic suppliers so i brought some trinkets there's a tie bar with our um little riverboat on it there's yeah, a like Kaufman's keychain there's a and the um, name of that riverboat again was the red red cloud red, red cloud. cloud okay i was gonna say star yeah. and so there's all these little things and stuff like that so all the suppliers you know would say okay if you if you did 500 dollars in tie bars with us we'll custom make you um a tie bar Okay, so they would make these and then sometimes we'd give them away or, you know, we'd have them on sale for whatever they were, but then we could give them to customers if they bought a suit and a tie or something yeah. like that. Um, and it's, it's, you know, we have, we, have, we have so many people that come in and say, hey, look at this, look what I got. Yeah. And I go, and they go, here, do you want to keep it? And I go, no, we have, we have so many. We have four bazillion of these yeah. things. And you still have that many today? No. Oh, no, but back in the day, they okay. would okay. But but I have you know I don't. Well, I'm just wondering, yeah. like, if you were like an insider club one day, you walked in and Ooh, Brian's yeah. like, like flashed this, yeah. Hey, yeah. you can have it's one currency. of these and you can <laughs> right. join our insider mm-hmm. club. You know, and they they do like gift cards now. That's the big thing, you know. But they're they're not like this that no, this is that, cool. You know, and stuff like that. And it's we just used like to a piece of history. Yeah. I have a question. Not so like it actually it, it is. It is a piece of history. <laughs> okay, says. so this one has the steamboat. Well, it has uh-huh. your grandfather's name. name. And look at the address. Has the steamboat, the 412, <gasps> mm-hmm. which is across the street. Which is Mighty Mono. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but on the K, mm-hmm. there's like a... Uh, portrait like a side profile mm-hmm. of a mm-hmm. 
man, yep. a king, a, yeah. what is that? Yeah, that was just part of the logo, okay. and I don't quite get what that is. But yeah, but yeah it's it, it's I it's different. It. It's yeah, I, I don't my have glasses. my glasses. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> Bobcat Brian. glasses. Oh, perfect. Oh borrowing brian's glasses here to look at it yeah because the one side is the the riverboat which is really yeah, cool that right. that was incorporated i love right. that because it goes back to the roots of it does how you guys got yeah, here. yeah. It, it does. do you know how why they chose great falls like coming over and then how they ended up in great falls no. of all places the fast no. boat no. yeah no. yeah the fast ship it <laughs> right was a, it was a jet boat yeah <laughs> jet turbo but yeah. it just speaks to heritage to me and i it think does. a lot That's of really times cool. people forget to share the story of you know, even if you've been in business for five years, 10 years, not everyone's going to make it to 130 years. Yeah. But that heritage, that story of what, where your roots are is really yeah. endearing. And I love that the steamboat continues to right. be it's still there. part mm -hmm. of that. I think that's really cool. Well, and then there was a, just using an example, and it happens weekly. There was a, a couple that was in um, like two weeks ago, and they were here for the holidays, and they were visiting... Uh, their daughter and son-in-law who are military and they're from Boston, Massachusetts. Hmm. And I go, you shouldn't have said that to me. So I go into the back into the <laughs> shoe room and I pull out this letter that was dated to my grandfather. And it was June 5th of 1920 from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh. And, and the clarity of this letter or the envelope and the stamp and everything was just like brand new. Oh, wow. And then you open up the letter and inside it's lined with a paisley liner. Wow. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And it's just, it's really cool. And then you pull out the letter and it was a love letter sent to my huh. grandpa and it's dearest Ira. Oh, and a suitor. It, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and he obviously he wasn't married then, but um, I was gonna say what, what was going why on? Why not? Yeah. Well, wait, he he wait was till forty he, to get he married. Was, he was legitimately, yeah, illegitimately, no, mm. legitimately. Uh, uh, he was born in eighteen ninety four when the store opened, mm. so that's an easy one to remember. Um, but just to look at that, and then you show them the penmanship and the and the cursive, yeah. and it was one of those ink pens that you dipped into the ink yeah. and and the writing, and, and it was so so beautifully done. And it was like, oh gosh. And then I'm like, okay, have you been here before? And no. Well, when you come back in the summertime, okay, don't go to Glacier because it's really beautiful and everything like that. But the trails are is the wide as this table is right yeah go to the bob marshall if you really want to see what a wilderness is yeah, yeah. okay mm -hmm. so then you promote go to this little town here go out to belt and and go see the brewery out there and then mm -hmm. you can go see you know the high woods and this and that and and so then that flows into just by talking and, and showing pictures mm -hmm. to people and hey is your dad around hey is you know i remember when and like my father, he's the town historian. Yeah, he really is. And, um, you know, they're saying, well, you need to get all this on tape. And I said, well, he's told me all of these things before. Mm -hmm. So the tape is in my brain, which after 3.30, there is no <laughs> tape. <laughs> right. That's why we got um, you here early. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it is It is interesting with, with the stuff that you use, you know, to attract people and just to do it in a different way. Yeah. You don't well, just say here. in an authentic here, way. Yeah. Absolutely. Here, I'll give you 20 bucks off this shirt. Right. right. 
that 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 really doesn't, doesn't establish that, no it, it doesn't it doesn't build a bridge right. with somebody right. you no. know but if you say hey come here and they're new and I pull out all these maps and I go okay here's here's this place and here's this place and mm-hmm. you need to go here and you need to go here and you know you can google it but when you actually pull out a map and you and the customer are sitting there and you're showing them where to go and mm-hmm. and, yeah. and how to get there and who to go talk to and I mean, you can I can Google it on the computer that I have at work because or Google it on their phones or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you do it that way, they're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, and the impact of saying, hey, you're going to go out here and this is, I recommend you get a burger at this place and yeah. visit with, you know, mm-hmm. the owner's names are this. And so they'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that level of connection that yeah. people don't really expect right right well and it just enhances the whole experience you remember that you feel valued you feel like important like you have insider information yeah Yeah. what i find really neat is the story you were telling about your grandfather at 3 30 with the whiskey and the cigars the number of times i've been in the downtown area in a random business and found your dad and mm-hmm. had wine with him about three thirty, four o'clock. I'm like, yep. uh, runs and family. It's a great heritage. Yeah. Yeah. And then how I've ran into you right. and had a beer mm-hmm. at the right. Mighty Mo. Right. Like it's just yeah. a great heritage yeah. that you all have. Well, and, and what it is 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 it, it's more of a networking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because socializing. Uh, because the old adage is is if you if you're a leader, you don't lead behind a brick wall. You lead yeah. from out front. Yeah. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. and leaders are seen, not heard. Mm-hmm. In other words, you can talk all the smack, but if you're not out there and you're not being seen, right? Okay, it's and, not the same. And that's was kind of instilled through my father, I think. Um, but most of the stuff, the important stuff, and and it's not all, but a lot of the important conversations about downtown and about what needs to happen takes across the street it takes place across the street right. where will there'll be somebody from a couple of organizations where we're sitting there and said hey you know that meeting last week it was okay but you know i think that we should try to attempt to maybe do this or implement this mm-hmm. or do that or do this or do this and it's like oh and then it's like hey kaufman i, I like that leather coat <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. do you want to go across the street right now and get one? Because yeah. I have it in a size large. Right. Well, can you do that right now? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Why not? Gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it, for me, it's it, it it's a good networking piece mm-hmm. because you're seen, and then they go, "Oh, geez, I just I just remembered that I need to get a couple pairs of pants from mm-hmm. you because I saw yeah. you across mm-hmm. the street." Or da 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 da. And um, one of the greatest examples is is is. Sometimes people think that if you have all these events and everything like that, that it's going to be instant gratification for your mm, business. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to have ten thousand people downtown for the for the Fourth of July parade and the concert. Well, if I have my store open, I better do ten thousand dollars, right? Well, not necessarily. Right. No. It, it's all about being seen. Planting a seed there. Yeah, and so I went to this uh, concert last February, the Zoso Led Zeppelin tribute band, which was. Yep. Arguably the best concert they had there. Not that I'm a Ooh. Zeppelin fan or anything. <laughs> well, I would have to say Paul Cawthon was the best for Ooh, me. You liked him, oh. yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Was it good? Keep going. Well, and then anyway, oh, Carrie Potter over there. Um, February 26th, that lady can stroke mm. a guitar. Man, holy cow. You we guys went to Casey to... Donahue, which 
I am not a big like country music person, but that was, was a really good. fun concert. Yeah, Jackson yeah. Dean's coming up. Yeah. He, he is, is pretty popular yeah. right yes, now. Yes, he is. That'll so. be a good See, one. now we're squirreling. Anyway, Whoa, we're squirreling. We're squirreling. Well, and, and so. Brian, before you, just letting you know, you got to go run your business here soon. I'm keeping an eye on the oh. clock for yeah. you. So I'm watching well, too. Okay, well. but I got I one want, more question yeah. before he gets yeah. finished with you his story. You have to finish your story. Yeah. So I get done with the Zeppelin concert, and I'm lit up like a Christmas tree because <laughs> they're my band <laughs> right. and and so I'm coming across the street and I'm going through my store and there's this couple out there smoking some cigs and I go hey did you guys go to the Zeppelin band, tribute band concert and they go yeah we did and I go oh gosh and I started talking to them for about 10 minutes and then I said well I got to go home because I'm supposed to get up in the morning well I didn't go to bed till 2 30 because I was so <laughs> so, so so kiddie on the Zeppelin yes yeah and um so anyway, the next morning, here comes that guy in the store, really? okay, and he goes, hey, he goes, do you have that gray leather coat in a size large? And I go, I do. And I went over there, grabbed it, put it on him. He goes, yep, that's perfect. I want it. And there's a $475 leather coat wow. that's sold wow. just not for, you know, at 10 o'clock at night right. is when it was sold. Yep. Yep. Okay. Does and that happen? All, but does that happen all the time? No. No. But if you get two or three of those mm-hmm. every month from the Newberry, that's right. two or three that you didn't have. Yeah. Right. Makes sense to mm-hmm. go to a concert. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, you got to enjoy Zeppelin and I you did. got a sale out of it. I yeah. did. So I got one final question before we wrap up and kick you out of here. So you have to go to the store. You mentioned that your dad did not bring work home, did not kind of force you into that. Um, are you leading by example from your dad with your daughter as well? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. You know, I tell her, you know, these are the times I'm going to be home. But no, I've never. I've never told her that, you know, you need to go do this. You need to go the, do that. When she was, you know, in her young teens, she would come down and help me a little bit just to give her a break from her mom. <laughs> and, you know, she would, she would, you know, merchandise the windows and stuff like that. And, um, no, I do not, I do not push it. There's no way I don't. Kaufman's is an MSU family owned business award winning organization. Um, clearly 130 years mm-hmm. in the making. Do you worry about the future? Um, not really. Um, and the reason why I don't is because there's so many things in today's world that you have to stay on top of. Okay. And like right now there's three of us in the store and we're doing about the same amount of volume as when I had eight to 11 people. Oh wow. Hmm. Okay. So, um, I changed the business model and, and everything like that. But, um, I, I really don't, I, I just know that I can do it for another 15 to 20 years, me personally. And if things are there and someone wants to do it, that's great. If someone doesn't, and if my daughter does, fine. If she doesn't, you know, whatever. That's you it. know. So I, I guess it's not, it's not top on top on the mindset with me because there's too many things in front of me that that have to be done, mm-hmm. that are important to get done. Twenty plus years is a long time, really. Mm-hmm. Well, my grandpa worked till he was ninety-two. He oh died at ninety-three. My dad is 88, and he hasn't been coming down that much, and so I'm. But he still pops in every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you know, it's kind of a family tradition to work till you die. (laughs) 
So I, well, I when figure, you love what you do, Brian, right. yeah. as long as you're still loving what you're doing, well, yeah. I, I figure I, I think I can get to 77. Okay, I think that's that's, that's achievable. Your goal. You know, and then to stop working and yes. then continue living for yes. a while. And then I'll yeah. hide yes. up. Then I'll hide up in hide the mountains. Up in the mountains. And be yeah. a hermit. Yeah. So, um, well, just you know, remember to be kind to your body. Continue the workouts and yeah, yeah. enjoy and the beer yeah, and, and the whiskey. And, and, and don't eat after eat crappy after five o'clock which or yeah. eat the crackers under the stairs oh yeah aren't those <laughs> who knows well, maybe you, that's if, the secret to a long but life. rebecca if you want to see the basement it, it's it's kind of a you tour should. it's it is kind of yeah. a tour well it's, i'm intrigued because i love it <laughs> we it's a tour. years and years ago a, an ending story um before seth and casey were in the mighty mo building as it's called today uh, Great Falls Development Alliance looked at it for their offices, and we went down in the, basement, the basement of that I building. Whoo! Yeah. I mean, that is a creepy, weird right. little basement. And at the time, and I don't know if it's still there because I don't is. go hang out in their basement. There's like this wall of wild, like morgue fridges. Like you could open oh, it. Oh my! Like fridge lockers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what happened down here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happening down here. Right. But it really felt like a. Yeah, and eerie. did it have the dirt floors still? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, dirt floors. Yeah, it's a that weird a basement. So vibe. for me, if we could create basement building tours, that would be just as fun as Absolutely. the brothel the tours brothel that I think ghost yeah. tours, like yeah. just a basement tour, and then the vacant upstairs tours. Yeah, because yeah. the old what's now Wild Hair. I yeah. mean, they shared yep. stories of that oh, building yeah. too. Yeah. I one quick question: it, the kid that's on the ceiling of the mighty mo i know you said you had a drop ceiling in mm. there what was that there when you were there oh no no okay no, that's that new. was that i was thought from, that had been there a that long was time. from the engineering firm yep. that was there oh okay yeah, yeah okay no. none of that kid makes sense right. as yeah. to why he's there because yeah. of the businesses that have been that's there. that's why i was like, like well it was it there yeah. when you guys were no. okay Maybe right. he yeah. was maybe he's a original building <laughs> and he was running yeah, around I mean, somewhere right I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's so many things we could do for fun down there. If, <laughs> if you had the wherewithal to trust me, like riding our <laughs> elevator, okay, Ooh. that's, that freaks people out because it's a freight elevator and it, oh. and it's bionic, <laughs> but you have to push and hold the button as it goes up and <laughs> goes down and it makes these noises and it creaks and cracks and stuff like oh. that. And, uh, bless her heart, Corey, she don't ride it. Yeah. And and she uses it probably more than anybody. She'll load it and then she'll come down to the main floor and push the button and, <laughs> and bring like, it I'm, down. I'm not getting on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, here you go, folks. Yeah. Insider information of the tours that you can yes. ask for yes. when you're in at Kaufman's yes. doing your shopping. So when you're done buying your suit and mm-hmm. you want to take a ride on the elevator, just let me know. Ask okay. Corey. I'll <laughs> put the button for you. Yeah. And well, it is because it's old, you know, and you don't just flip a, oh, go to floor two. Right. Uh, no, you have to push the button and yeah. hold it because if you don't push the button hard, it'll go to, <laughs> do the jumpy, jumpy stuff. Uh-huh. And then you're, oh, we're going to die. Which makes everyone feel good. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's all good. That thing is, that thing is ooh, bulletproof. Well, until we have you back for more stories, Brian, yeah. have a wonderful day. Thanks for being here yeah. with Thank us. You so much. And folks, thanks for listening. If you've not done so already, 
rate, review, and subscribe. We haven't said that in a long, long time, but something you should be doing. You'll get more fun insider information from the people of Great Falls. And until we see your bright, smiling, happy, healthy, beautiful face here in our fine, fine city, we hope you're creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you are. We'll see you soon. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.